3: It's Monday, the Urban League brought in Dr. Garza and the St. Louis Health Director, Dr. Amati Latsuyo Davis, to kick off a program which will utilize pastors and churches to increase the vaccination rate in minority communities. So while I was there, I chatted with James Clark of the Urban League about that effort. We just want
1: to get the information out that, um, that uh, COVID is not over, that uh, while the spread has slowed down, it could pick up at at any moment. Um, The African-American community still under vaccinated. Uh, You know, the need is still there and we are bringing the churches together uh, to help the church be prepared through masks, through vaccines and through testing. So the Urban League is committed to getting the resources into the neighborhoods. Uh, when you look uh, just yesterday, uh, President Obama tested positive for COVID. So, so that's like a clarion call that, that this is not over. So we wanted to bring two leading professionals in to talk directly to the pastors now the urban league we are going to provide testing resources we are we are going to provide vaccine resources and we're also going to provide masks so it's about being able to get the information out get the church the resources that that they need as we continue through this plight with covid
3: you think pastors and churches can succeed where health professionals and
1: others haven't oh yes yes we, this is this is still an all hands on deck effort uh, churches are beginning to open up once again. Uh, they they have to open up safely. So we want to provide the churches with the mask. We we want to provide churches that can be testing sites. We we want to um, we want to provide testing, uh, and we want to also provide vaccines. So it's a it's an all-out push. And so there you hear from James Clark about what they are
3: doing to try to get more people, especially in the minority communities, vaccinated here in the St. Louis area. As again, the pandemic is not over. It's winding down, we hope. But uh, new variants popping up all the time. Talked to Dr. Garza about that a couple of weeks ago. He doesn't think we're going to see a big wave again like the Omicron. So what's the task force going to do when the pandemic is over, which is not yet again, but is coming, hopefully. Well, he says the pandemic task force will likely continue in some form. Here's Dr. Alex Garza talking about where we go from here. So you mentioned uh, that COVID is not going away and that we have much to discover about the impact Of the pandemic, can you go into a little more detail about the the, what we still need to learn about the impact?
2: Yeah, so I I think it's important for us now that we've been through the now that we have um, a wealth of data that we need to dive into it and see what happened over those past few years. What made people uh, more at risk, um, both from a medical standpoint, from a societal standpoint, and that's going to help us then, I think, drive policy going forward, whether it's protection for a pandemic or the health status in general for the region, things that we can do to, to better protect the community.
3: Is it a case where kind of when you're in the middle of it, you really don't have the time to delve into those details?
2: It, it's it's tough because your attention is um, so focused on the task at hand, which is trying to, to prevent spread of disease and death and things like that. And, and some of your data is incomplete as well. And so, um, and so, yeah, it makes it a little bit challenging to, to do that sort of in-depth analysis that you really need to be doing, but you can only sort of do after the fact. So what are the next steps in that process? Yeah, so we do have a wealth of data. Uh, because of the, the analytics team that we put together with the task force, we have a wealth of data um, that will be sitting down and saying, what are the questions that we think are important that need to be answered? So we, we have a team, a data team, that will be sitting down and, and saying, what are the next What should we be thinking about? What should we be trying to understand? And we'll come up with all those appropriate studies and stuff like that.
3: How will the formation of the task force, the cooperation of those Mm -hmm. hospital systems, how will that play going forward?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. It's one that we're talking about right now. Um, So hopefully COVID will get down to a manageable level where we don't need the level of intensity that we we had before with the healthcare systems. But, But we don't wanna lose the things that went well in the pandemic, and we think the task force was one of those. Now there are other things that we can work together as healthcare systems, as well as in partnership with public health and and the business community um, that are larger or just as large as, as the pandemic was. Um, we're still trying to discover what that is going to be though. Um, so we're doing a, a, some question asking and, and trying to figure out what's important to other people, but. But we do want to continue this relationship. It may not be exactly what the task force looks like, but but something along those lines.
3: Will that set the the region up better for the future? Not just to, if there is a pandemic, but just in, in medical treatments as we go forward. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I think that's what everybody wants to happen. Um,
2: I think it's, it, and I tell people this. You know, in some ways the pandemic was very complicated. In some days it was very simple, and it was simple because it was a single disease, a single issue that everybody could rally around. You know, it wasn't just the healthcare care systems. It was the elected officials, the business community, the faith community. Everybody could rally around that. So, but there's a lot of serious issues out there that also need attention. And so what is, what are those couple of things that we can all say, yes, this is the thing that we should be working on as a group? Anything in particular that comes to mind as oh, those things? you know, there's a couple of things that jump out there. Um, uh, there's a lot of things to choose from. Unfortunately, there's, there's a lot of things to choose from.
3: Yep, a lot to choose from, he says. He then had to go and pose for a picture. So that was our conversation with Dr. Alex Garza. So the pandemic task force will be around a while, apparently. It'll be called something different or take the pandemic out of there and just make it a healthcare care task force, I think is what they're probably going to end up doing. We'll find out soon. Meanwhile, while we're on the topic of COVID, there's a big mystery involving COVID-19. Now, Australian researchers believe they have the answer to one of them. Australian researchers have confirmed and explained why COVID has its lingering effects. It does have the potential to infect neurons. Dr Susanna Tai. We also know that when viruses affect the sense of smell, that that can cause changes in the brain. The research has confirmed even mild cases of COVID can lead to memory loss and emotional distress. Scott Mayman for CBS News, Brisbane, Australia. All right, there we go. That COVID fog. Heard about that, fortunately. Haven't, that I know of, had COVID yet, so.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone
1: 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.